0: Hi there, everybody. My name is Sophie Aldred, and I played Ace in Doctor Who. And you are listening to Podcastica. tastica
1: Pod. Pod. Podtastic. Podtastica! Night of the Living Poop.
0: Portions. Podcastica. Now,
1: here's John and Taylor. Thank you Irving and hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica here on notlg.com. Episode 93, we're going to talk about the pyramid at the end of the world. My name is John and joining me as always is my good friend Taylor Taylor. What's going on?
0: Oh man, Memorial Day weekend. You know, uh, spent the week and went to a car show, and then the whole family went camping up at uh, uh, Lake Tullock outside of Oakdale, out on your way to Yosemite. Oh. And uh, had a great time, and then got back today, and the whole family was just, we're just tired. (laughs) And uh, first thing I did was, I'm like, okay, got to get this episode to Doctor Who, taken care of, and uh, then lots and lots and lots of laundry.
1: (laughs) So just a, a wind down day for you today.
0: Oh, to- yeah, totally a wind down day. I mean, we um, as much as we had a good time, we we kind of have that mentality of like, all right, it's the day that we need to get home. Yeah, we kind of get up a little on the earlier side, have some breakfast and then just kind of start packing up right away. And when you've got, you know, five people to account for, two of them, you know, basically six year olds, Yeah, uh, it, it takes quite a lot of gear and uh, quite a lot of packing to uh
1: get out the door (laughs) and on the road but
0: we were back home before 10 which was which was good for us
1: oh i was shocked when you told me you got home yeah because i feel like i woke up a little earlier than i would on a day where i didn't have work and i saw that you had posted oh we got we're gonna leave soon and that was like three Mm -hmm. hours ago and then you're like we're home
0: (laughs) yeah it's only about a 90 minute drive from where
1: we live not that bad
0: no it's not at all and it's and it's nice up there you know lots of uh, lots of fun stuff to do up there
1: yeah it looked very nice
0: yeah what about you how was your weekend long weekend
1: uh, my long weekend was pretty good I went to a birthday party on Saturday um, nice. then I hung out with some friends that night feel like I did some stuff Friday. But I honestly can't remember. And to... I did I did some stuff Friday, but we'll talk about that
0: when we get to Who Who. Yes.
1: Oh yes. Okay. Um. Yes, we will get to that. And let's see. Yesterday, I didn't really do much of anything either. Well, I watched this Doctor Who episode because I forgot to on Saturday. I didn't get home till wow. like four in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Fair. And today, I watched Cars for the first time with my uh, three-year-old niece.
0: Really? The first Cars film?
1: Yeah. It's the first time I've ever seen it, and it was quite good.
0: Wow. It is, it is good.
1: And then we uh, we blew bubbles, and she gave me some uh, things she drew, and I'm going to hang them in the studio here. Yay. Yeah.
0: That's one of the great things about having kids in your life is, is the artwork. I've got so much of the stuff that my kids do up at work.
1: She drew us at the world of color which is a nice. disney thing cool uh she drew a bird and she drew us i can't remember where we are supposed to be but she drew us and nice. yeah i'm uh these are great i really like them and she asked me when we're gonna watch moana and i said well i don't know so uh,
0: moana's good
1: yeah well, i mean i gotta figure that out too hopefully soon yeah so yeah that was my uh that was my weekend
0: excellent
1: so let's get into the Who News oh. on Friday, which I had completely forgotten about. Uh, they, <laughs> Me too. They announced the first round of Gallifrey One guests for next year, and I believe they said this was the biggest block they've ever announced, ever.
0: Yeah. And, and, and it totally blew me away. Now, I I remember them saying that they were going to announce on Friday, but then we were so focused on like, oh my gosh, we're going camping this weekend. And I was working from home on Friday so I could like do some laundry, get some stuff organized and packed. And I am literally standing in the garage swapping laundry between the washer and the dryer when you message me and go, go look at the guests. I was the only one home at the time and probably for good reason, because I shouted out loud in the garage, started to shake and actually started to cry just a little bit when I read the first two names on the list. And I'm still kind of like emotional as I'm, as I'm recounting that.
1: <laughs> I am um, ready for this. Yes,
0: hey, God willing, you know, that, that nobody has to drop out between now and then. Sylvester McCoy and a friend of the show, Sophie Aldred,
1: yes, are going to
0: be. Gallerie One, 2018. Yes. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um,
1: uh, I saw these two and immediately got excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't care how much a joint picture with them is. I will uh, make sure this happens for you. <laughs> oh, John! No. I don't care. It's gonna okay. happen.
0: I well, and that was my first thought. You know, I'm like, okay picture absolutely has to happen autographs have to happen i'm like looking at stuff in my house going i'm like okay what let's see i've got the sophie Aldred, like you know you know memoir of my days on doctor who book i'm like i'm bringing that i want that sign (laughs) like i'm in just immediately in this mode and and i was really touched i i have to just i'm i'm blessed for the people in my life um but when i i shared this out on uh facebook because i was just cross-eyed giddy (laughs) um, and then brought it up at dinner time so you know here we are uh, you know both kids Amber Kobe were all at the table having dinner and I mention it and um, you know even Amber was like well you know obviously you've got to go and I explained to the kids that this is my favorite doctor my favorite companion and both Perrin and Echo were like well you know you have to go and I'm like well (laughs) okay the kids have spoken (laughs) You know, nothing's going to stop me from going at this point because the kids have spoken.
1: The kids have spoken. and You know, and I'm
0: just, I mean, I saw Sylvester McCoy in 1990 at TimeCon in San Jose, and I was not even yet 14 years old. (laughs) Um, In fact, there are some slightly blurry, you know, disposable camera pictures uh, that still exist. uh, Seeing him up on stage, I'm actually trying to get those pictures from my brother.
1: Oh, uh, wow.
0: uh, Yeah. Um. obviously Sophie Aldred, we've interviewed her. Yes. Never had the chance to see her in person. I'm all about it. You know, I'd love to be able to finally be able to say, hey, thanks for the interview. I'd be able to say that yes. in person. Um. So I'm, yeah, I'm so, like, over, I forget over the moon. I'm over, like, the moons of Mars. <laughs> um, with excitement for this. I mean, this is my doctor, my companion. I wasn't thinking about bringing uh, my ace jacket because it just gets so warm. Yeah. Uh, in that building, but I kind of guess I have to now.
1: You do. I feel I like do. you do.
0: And I'm hoping she brings the jacket. I'm hoping she brings it.
1: I don't, I think she, and I don't want to get your hopes up. I feel like she does. I'm not well, sure.
0: No, I think you're right because when she was at uh, Long Island Who last year, last year? I think it was last year. Uh, she had it with her. I remember seeing pictures on social media somewhere. So, you know, odds are probably, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be heartbroken if I don't.
1: Yeah. Should we talk about some of the other folks who will be there? I mean, yeah, we probably should.
0: It's not just going to be the two of them. No. It's a whole lot of people. There's going to be, I'm already seeing potentials for panels where I'm like, I've got to
1: go to this one. <laughs> we have uh, Jackie Tyler and Mickey. Yeah. Uh, very exciting. We have a uh, longtime Gallifrey won 11th appearance for Gallifrey one my favorite yes. classic companion
0: and hopefully he won't chew me out for getting in the elevator if I'm <laughs> going up a floor.
1: uh Jamie McCrennan Fraser Hines yeah we have uh Terry Malloy who yeah uh, da- da- he Davros yeah played Davros there yeah I thought it That'd I was getting exactly. the words mixed up and I it almost I thought it said created the Daleks and I went no that's not right
0: yeah, no, 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 no. But, dude, I, I get it. I nearly put my lunch in the fridge instead of the microwave today. So I totally <laughs> turned around.
1: We have, who else? We have uh, Lisa Bowerman.
0: Yeah, she does the voice of uh, Bernice Summerfield in The Big Finish, and she was also Kara in Survival.
1: Ah, yes. Who else? Sarah Dollard. This I'm very yes. excited. Very Oh, my
0: God, the herself.
1: She is, uh, yes, I'm excited. I'm just very we, excited. We've got,
0: actually, we've got a bunch of like season 10 writers and directors yeah, Jamie. who are going to be there, so I'm stoked for her.
1: Jamie Matheson, mm-hmm. Peter Harness, who wrote this week's episode. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Talele. Talalo. Who's actually
0: directing the Christmas special.
1: Yes. Very excited. Lawrence mm-hmm. Goff. Yeah. Wayne Yip, we got a whole slew of people here, and uh, who else? Who else did I when I was scrolling? And I went, oh, oh, Mr. Paul Cornell, friend of the show. Yes, very exciting.
0: Yes, that'll be very nice to be able to, uh, you know, not not be uh, uh, starstruck over yeah.
1: Starbucks.
0: <laughs> we see him out there. It should be he'll fun. Walk up and say hey, exactly.
1: Uh, also, uh, maybe Mr. maybe Lee? maybe I'll
0: grab a book that he doesn't think is bad
1: and <laughs> signed at this time. I mean, oh, hopefully.
0: Who else is going to be there but Mi- water aficionado?
1: Yes, Mr. Tony Lee, very excited Mr. about Tony that.
0: Lee.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's uh this is going to be it's already, I mean, that's like a full full lineup right there, but they have at the top of their page with many underscore more guests to be announced.
0: Yeah. And that's I mean, this is the this really is a big block. I mean, if if that was everybody who's going to be there, I would be stoked.
1: I think I would be, too. But uh, I mean, we'll see.
0: But there's more coming. And let's go to the top of the page. There's only 262 days, one hour, 12 minutes. And at this moment, 30 seconds to go until (laughs) California 1, 2018.
1: I'm um, I hope we get some people from class. I hope so too.
0: Now that it's you know now that it's aired on uh, BBC America, that would be nice.
1: I think that would be fun. I I really enjoyed class. I yeah, I thought it was very good. I got
0: I got Amber and Kobe through one episode so far, and they like it.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's they very like it, so good. I think going with it. I think just as a standalone, it's good.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely.
1: And they're getting a second season, right?
0: Yeah. No, I I can't uh, remember. I feel like it hasn't been announced yet.
1: Oh well, we will. Uh... Sure. So, yes. I mean,
0: really quickly, while we fill some time here.
1: Eh, I think we're fine.
0: Yeah, okay. We're fine. Uh, I so far see could happen, could happen. No official decision yet. So,
1: well, there ah, we go. Season
0: two waits.
1: Um, so this week's episode was edited slightly out of respect to the victims of the, uh, horrible Manchester yeah. terrorist bombings. Um, it was a small general reference to terrorism. Uh yeah. Well, good uh, good on the editors to do that. I think uh
0: yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it it from everything I read, it was, you know, uh not critical to the understanding of the plot. It was just, you know, a line but they were like, "You know what? This it, close and yeah. all that, you know." So, and and obviously watching the episode, I don't even know where it would have been. So,
1: yeah. Hey,
0: There you go. It's
1: fine. Fine editing job. Definitely. Uh, BBC worldwide has indicated via a press release about a partnership to expand the doctor who fan base in China. Um, that current doctor who will run through at least season 15. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good.
0: Yeah. It it sounds like this, uh, partnership, uh, with, uh, whatever media conglomerate is going to help distribute it in China. Um, when they talked about, you know, like these blocks of seasons, they'd actually listed it all the way up through 15. Uh, Now, God willing, it goes well beyond that. Yes, that would be great. uh, You know, we can at least pretty safely say that the BBC knows what they've got going on. And it's like, yeah, we'll we'll run up to 15 and see where we're doing in whatever year that'll end up being 2022 or
1: something. (laughs) So this week... We watched The Pyramid at the End of the World, which I believe Taylor has stated is the greatest Doctor Who title.
0: I definitely think so.
1: <laughs>
0: it's at least been my favorite of let's let's say New Who.
1: Yeah, it's it's very good. I really like it. <laughs> it stars Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, Pearl Mackey as Bill, Matt Lucas as Nardle, and Toko Igawa. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha nailed it. <laughs> as the Secretary General of the UN. Aka a pile of ash. Um, oh, spoilers! Yeah, we we were gonna get to it.
0: We were. <laughs> it was written. But can I also yes? Go can I also say ha- happy birthday, Pearl Mackey. Today is her yes, birthday. Yes,
1: it is. Happy
0: birthday, Pearl Mackey.
1: Happy birthday, Pearl! You are fantastic. Absolutely. This episode was written by future Gallifrey One guest. Peter Hartness, and Stephen the Moffat. It was directed by Daniel Nitheim, and it first aired May 27th, 2017, and is the seventh story of season 10. We got a whole slew of story notes.
0: I know it's kind of nice having this uh, extra delay of a day due to a, uh, a holiday over here where I can actually hop onto TARDIS with yeah, shout out, TARDIS with yeah, and uh, get... Get some story notes. We have four, which might be the most this entire season. Yeah,
1: I, I believe it is. You want to take it away here?
0: Uh, I do. Yeah. So some of the things that we learn from uh, 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 the Doctor's Sonic Sunglasses, um, Nardole naturally. It, well, I guess I shouldn't say naturally. That's making some assumptions. Is male, two hundred and thirty-seven years old, uh, one hundred and sixty-seven centimeters tall, weighs two hundred and sixteen pounds. Which, gosh, I wish I could get down to that a resting heart rate of 78 beats per minute and a temperature of 30 degrees Celsius. Now, discounting River Song, whose status as a companion, is a matter of some debate. This data makes Nardole the oldest known companion to date.
1: Interesting. At 237 years old. (laughs) Very old.
0: Yeah. Now, Pyramid at the End of the World, right? We talk about how much we love the title. The title has the longest word count for a Doctor Who episode with eight words. By character... However, that would go to the Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe with 32 characters over Pyramid's 28 characters. Pardon me while I push up my glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We we get get much reference uh, to the Doomsday Clock uh, in this episode. It is a real thing. I'm assuming you probably know that already, but Mm -hmm. if you didn't, it is a real thing. It's maintained by the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists Science and Security Board. Talk
1: about Scientists twice, huh? In a row? I
0: know. Well scientists
1: science. Science
0: and security board. So it's the science and security board of the bulletin of atomic scientists. <laughs>
1: so
0: main title, subtitle. Um as the writing and some of the filming of the episode took place in 2016, the time shown in the beginning of the episode is three minutes to midnight. Uh, as of January 2017, and actually as of right now, however, be <laughs> afraid people, the, the real-life clock is actually set to two and a half minutes until midnight.
1: And that's halfway to an Iron Maiden song.
0: That <laughs> Nice.
1: <laughs> I make that reference many times.
0: I, you know what? I saw that down in your notes. Um, and, and lastly, the United Nations is featured throughout this episode in lieu of UNIT. And this marks the first time that the UN has played a major role in Doctor Who since the real-life organization requested UNIT. They actually requested UNIT's name be changed from United Nations Intelligence Task Force in the mid-2000s, where it became the Unified Intelligence Task task force really I, I had no idea that the un actually said um hey dr who folk great show and all but um which is my change in the name of unit I had no idea
1: but it's still they still call it unit
0: they still call it unit but it doesn't stand for united nations oh
1: it's just u- like or, so it's it like stands
0: for unified yeah okay
1: all right i'm oh, there now yeah
0: i know i should have capitalized that and unified it. it would have made more sense i
1: didn't know that that's so strange
0: yeah right?
1: And as always, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us.
0: <laughs> yes, written very much on the fly. <laughs> okay, uh, but the Doctor, Bill, and Nardle try to avert the end of the world, but are too busy looking at the big, flashy, end-of-the-world-looking thing to notice that the world nearly ends because of a late-night bender and a misplaced decimal point. Oh, and Bill sacrifices the world so the Doctor can see again.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So I guess let's um let's talk about. So this is the I guess the second and a half episode. In, yeah, where
0: are you getting? Where are you getting the half? I, I saw you make mention of that somewhere. I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Where's a, the half? So the half
1: I would include as the doctor losing his sight.
0: Oh, in oxygen. Yes. Okay. Okay. That that makes sense. So that makes sense. I'll give you that.
1: We talked about this, I think, two episodes ago, where I said I don't know if this is a long term thing. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. The doctor being blind, and then last week. We were to the point where it was like, okay, he's kind of blind, and now he might not be able to regenerate because he did that thing. Mm -hmm. Now, in this episode, when we got the conclusion of this episode, I said, I'm full on board with this three and a half episode story arc. Yeah. I think they are doing a wonderful job of telling this yeah. story. And I, or, I guess the story of the doctor not being able to see and what comes of it. And I, well, was, I, I didn't think they could do it, honestly. <laughs> and I doubted my favorite show, and I apologize.
0: You know what? We all do it. We all do it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the doctor is being prideful. I mean, it's it's the classic hubris, you know, uh, throughout this is I I can handle this. I can manage it. I don't want my companion to worry for me. I don't want, you know, to to put them in peril uh, because of it. And it's it's not it's not the right way to be thinking about it. You know, I mean, sometimes when I'm working on something, I have trouble stopping and being like, you know what? I need help from someone to accomplish this task, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what the doctor is doing. He's like, no, 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 I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can Mm -hmm. do it. Hey, combination lock. Oh, crap.
1: Yes. And, uh, to the, to the, uh, it is his greatest fault. (laughs)
0: Completely. (laughs) Yeah. Completely. And, and, um, you know, I, I'm just going to, uh, jump, to this point while we're here talking about it is that, I mean, the doctor says it right at the beginning of the episode. It's like, okay, if, if you know, think about it, maybe not, not right exactly the beginning of the episode, but when we first see the doctor and he's meditating and he's jamming to the beginning of like a Zeppelin song or something um, with his little spoken word. <laughs> bit.
1: Yeah. Um, somber <laughs> doctor g- guitar speech.
0: Exactly. Um, and, and he says, he's like, look, if, if these monks have been able to, uh, you know, simulate out all these possibilities, you know, from minute one of, of human existence, basically. Yeah. Think about what they know. And yeah, let's look at what they know. They know that the doctor's companion is always going to be like, no, I need to save the doctor. You know, I need to do, you know, their love, their love for the doctor is so strong that they will do anything. And I, and I, I, I would posit that the monks knew that. Amongst knew that going
1: in. Oh, of course. And
0: and knew that the doctor would, you know, end up in this situation over here, trying to save it. And Bill would be there and be like, "Okay, look, now give him his eyesight back. Help, help save him. You know, I, I I come to you. I consent. I consent with love. Yeah. You know. And and I and I think that just all just completely played." Into their rather desiccated-looking hands.
1: Yeah, that I—I feel like yes, they run all the scenarios, and this was a scenario uh-huh. they were fine with the outcome of because it ended up ended up in their favor. I, I want to I want to circle back to the beginning. Oh,
0: absolutely! It, I realize I jumped all the way to the oh, end. Oh no, of no! I know. I'm sorry. With
1: with the new format, we jump all over the place. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're very wibbly wobbly. Yes, sometimes it goes ding when there's stuff.
1: Yes, it does. It very much does. If I still had my phone plugged in, I would have uh, had. I have the correct buzzer. I would have dinged it, and it sounds very much like ding when it, there's stuff. Nice. Uh, the previously and now, I absolutely loved that. I th- yeah, that was
0: that was that was something new and something neat. I like how they did that.
1: Yes, I. They have never done that before on this show, and it was just oh, I, it was so cool. I they they executed it perfectly
0: they did. And can I say Flirty Bill is fun? That was fun to watch. Yes,
1: Flirty Bill's great. Just Bill Flirty in Bill general's is great.
0: Well, yeah.
1: And I love that that it's different. Like she tells her everything that happens in the scenario.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, huh?
1: And I love when the uh the UN comes in. <laughs> not and the Pope this time. not the Pope. And uh do you know the president of the world? And I went, "Yes, she
0: does." Yeah.
1: And I loved the little dig at uh, Drumph there.
0: Yes, that was fantastic. I, thought like, that was good. Uh, I don't know. He's orange. I'm like,
1: yeah. Yeah, right. yeah he is. He's super orange.
0: A loaded bloated Cheeto.
1: <laughs> and I love that Bill's just kind of like, yeah, I know. All right. <laughs> she just goes with them. <laughs> She's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And I love that they can't get a hold of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just bring the TARDIS with them. That was yeah. great. <laughs>
0: I love the line. It's like, how'd you guys do that? The windows aren't big enough. They are now, sir.
1: They are now, sir. Oh <laughs> and
0: I would I, I I but again I love I love that riff that he's he's meditating on and I, I love that he's just talking that out. That's just a great, I want just like the audio of that.
1: Just him riffing.
0: Yeah. I really liked that piece. I mean the writing throughout this is great. There's some banter later that's just over the top perfect.
1: Oh yeah. This um ver once again, a very good episode probably um, I don't know if I'm ready to call it my favorite but it was v- I really really loved this episode
0: yeah it was it was good again I don't know I, I, I kind of don't want to judge favorites until we get through this season.
1: yeah I agree I think that's the uh, the best way to go a lot of things out of character uh, the doc. oh I, actually before we get to that I would love that we are uh, the, our lives hang in the balance of a hungover dude.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, he is totally right. I mean, I mean, I, I would almost suggest that anyone out there think about <clears throat> some of the biggest things that happen to us in life. They're, they're not the culmination necessarily of grandiose plans. It's, you know, these, these little mistakes, these little accidents. Exactly. Um, that, that lead to these big repercussions. And, and that's exactly what we get in this, you know, Oh, her glasses got smashed. And that leads to this, and that leads to that, and that leads to, you know, poor Douglas Mr. Patient Zero, um, you know, miskeying thing.
1: Yeah. Ugh. It is. It's, yeah. And the glass, yeah, the glass is getting smashed. It's just like little things. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that that is all intertwined in the uh, doctor guitar speech. Right. It was very cool, because, I mean, you see see this, uh, you see the glasses get smashed, and you're like, oh, is that just a... Okay, is this just a, a scene? Is it, but no, full-on <laughs> characters that are just in it. Right. And I also have a note that I really like the doctor's shirt. <laughs> yeah? I don't know. Yeah, that's a note. I like this shirt. <laughs> I wanted it. I it, was a, it was a yeah, nice shade. it a,
0: a purpley-maroon one. Like yeah. a
1: burgundy almost. Yeah, okay, yeah. I work in a dress place. <laughs> I know the color wheel.
0: You know the color, wheel. Oh, I'm so proud of you.
1: Yay.
0: Granted, I, I was the kindergartner who, when the, the teachers were holding up the colored lollipops, you know, she holds up like purple and I raise my hand. I'm like, oh, it's kind of a magenta. Yes. True story. <laughs> I, I really liked the music in this episode. I feel like, you know, some of these scenes where we've got, um, we later find out her name is Erica kind of working over there at Argo Fuel. And she's, you know, going around some of the background music that they've got going during this. is they, They're using a lot of guitar this season, I feel like.
1: Yeah, and what does he say to her? I have it written down somewhere, and I I absolutely lo- oh seriously, what are you doing when this is all over? Yes, that was great. I oh yeah. my god, yeah, I loved that. I love that he's just always like, wow, you're pretty smart. Do you want to travel through time and space? <laughs> pretty much, just trying to collect. Show, people. show that
0: you got some smarts. You get yourself a ticket.
1: Yeah, basically. Uh, there's um, a lot of good Nardle stuff going on in here. There's... There
0: really is. I, I, again, I, you know, when I heard he was going to be kind of continuing on to into this season, I was kind of like, oh, uh, okay. Um, but he has quickly shown himself to be like, all right, you know, they've given his character uh, uh, some proper depth. He,
1: um, he I mean, it, all in all, he is the comic relief, but he still, yes, he still has. There's some some meat to the character.
0: Well, yeah. Totally. And, and um, oh, gosh, where is it? He's, he's got this. Oh, yes. When the doctor is coming up with uh, his plan to figure out exactly which um, lab the monks are watching, which w- was a brilliant plan. Like, I didn't yes. really see that coming. Oh, I, thought I that loved was
1: fantastic.
0: that. And he's all, he's all, can you hack him? And he's like, of course I can. I'm not just sexy. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
1: that that entire scene where the <laughs> that when Nardole is literally following the doctor and the mm-hmm. doctor says, are you following me? Like he's asking him, are you actually following me? And Nardole says, yeah, I think I get it. Yes. It was so good. I loved it. <laughs> yes. I just loved that little scene between them. It was so good.
0: Totally. And, and, and while we're, I mean, while we're talking about dialogue and stuff, when, when they actually take the TARDIS to Argo fuel, and the doctor comes out and and you know uh, confronts Erica for the first time in Nardles out there. Uh, just some of the stuff that he rattles off just so quickly—it's like it was just so good and it was so quick. It was like, oh, you know, that's um, uh, that, that's Nardle something something. He's not my responsibility. Or oh no, or...
1: it's I have it. So so I have it written down. Uh, you have it. good yeah.
0: good 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 because it's so good.
1: So when the the TARDIS lands. Or materializes. She yeah. says, Oh my God. And he says, No, I'm the doctor. It's an easy mistake to make.
0: Yes, the eyebrows.
1: The eyebrows and the shoulders, I the think eyebrows. he says. Yes. And then she says, What is that? And he says, He's Nardol. He's not my fault. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: but I think about cheap lungs or something, right?
1: Yes. And here's the other thing that I, at first, I was like, Why did you let him go outside? Why didn't you? And then I thought to myself, oh, he can't scan anything because he can't see it. Yeah. So now he's unintentionally put Nardole in danger.
0: Obviously, yeah. Boy, did I have a reaction when he just starts coughing and collapses in the target.
1: Yeah, he's just just on the ground. And I said, man, uh-huh. really? I'm sure he'll be okay. But maybe, our, yeah, uh, but... maybe your theory of two nardles will be correct.
0: Who knows? Maybe maybe Nardole will be okay. He'll just get some less cheap lungs.
1: Maybe I don't know. He also made I can't remember what this was uh, a comment to. It was air, water, food, and beer. That was oh, Nardal yes, said yes, that. Yes. I,
0: so, something about about you know like essential essential things for life.
1: Yes, air, water, food, beer. I think is what it
0: was. Air, water, food, and beer. I'm like, yeah, that's right, Nardole.
1: We need a shirt that says that. Air, water, oh food, God. and beer.
0: You know what? It, it, it would be really funny, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm going to give this idea away here, but it's like, you know, the ones that's like, um, like the Stranger Thing ones, where it's like, you know, Will and uh, uh, all the names. And oh, and everything. it just says "and" yeah.
1: after one each just, one.
0: Yeah, just all in that plain Helvetica font. It's like, yes. you know air and water and food and beer.
1: I have a sh- I have a shirt like yeah. that, a wrestling shirt.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah. See, everybody does it. Yes, everybody does it. And here is a, a guest star from our cat Memers.
1: Yeah, man.
0: Who who is coming over for, for pets. We've been gone for three days, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> he wants
0: some attention. Hi Memers.
1: <laughs> so whoa, just coming coming on through there. <laughs> I'm trying to think where I want to go from here. Um, yeah, boy. So the pyramid, we haven't even discussed what's actually going on. There is a 5,000-year-old pyramid that just comes up out of nowhere, and they're trying to figure out why, and it turns out it's because it's it it's in the middle of three armies?
0: Yeah, basically, for some reason, America, Russia, and China... Um, all have some sort of stake in the fictional country of Termezistan that we last saw in the zygon Ah. uh, episodes from last season yes um which presumably i can't imagine why america's there but you know we like to get our nose into businesses, something like that and so you know the assumption is oh Well, these three countries are about to ignite a global war, which, you know, half the time, if you just look at the news, it feels like we're getting close to that anyway. So it's kind of timely, kind of topical.
1: Yeah. And we start to everyone's clocks start to they basically turn into doomsday clocks.
0: Yes, everybody. They're right down to watches, not just like our phone. I'm like, wow, that's, that's some power.
1: Yeah, that is some power. And we the doctor actually goes up. Oh, and I love Nardo's little coat thing where he. It's like uh one of the the hooks on his coat is a microphone.
0: Oh yeah, he's got it up on his on his lapel there. Yeah. Cuz the doctors going in. he's like Nardole taps his glasses and so <laughs> he's being the doctor's eyes
1: basically. Yes. Still and we get we get the classic trope of I need to tell you something and then I don't tell you. Yeah. Wait, oh, interrupted yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Which seems But it's yeah. it, it's nice that Bill finally starts putting it together. Yes. Because I felt like last week it was pretty obvious from his behaviors and stuff. That it's like, um, dude, something's up with your vision. Yeah. That, you know, they don't kind of continue that very far into this episode. It's kind of like, hey, what's up? Good.
1: Yeah, something's up. So the doctor walks up to the pyramid. Go, uh, He goes inside with, I think, a couple of other people the first time, right? He. I feel like I feel like Nardal and Bill follow. I think and, they
0: eventually do, yeah. Yeah.
1: And we find out that the monks they're like, Hey, everyone's gonna die and stuff, but we can help you. So yeah. so uh you need to give us consent. You know what I thought was weird about that? It wouldn't wouldn't it as the president of the earth, wouldn't yeah. he have the ultimate say? I thought it was strange that that uh I don't know, right?
0: the secretary general of the UN would have a say. And then these three
1: random people, you know,
0: local leaders who, you know, of the military, who at least we don't see them confer with presidents and, or,
1: Oh yeah. uh, We don't see any of heads of
0: state. You know, we don't see any of that kind of stuff. I I agree. I, I totally think it does. I, I also think that, you know, the doctor, even though he, they are exercising his role as president of the world, Um, doesn't want to be the one to make the choices. It's like, right. You know, here, here, here are the people of earth. They need to make their choices. I'll protect the earth. But I I think we get into this kind of almost conflict of interest area where it's like, okay, well, yes, you know, maybe he would be the ultimate authority on that. Um, but once it comes time, obviously once it comes time for that to really matter, he's not there, but his representative, AKA Bill is. Yes. Ugh. I know.
1: And let's see. So we we go into the pyramid, we find out what's going on, then we go back to one of our bases and we're all hanging out and we decide and I I'm sorry, we don't decide. The doctor tells them they need to attack the pyramid, which I and found I, very shocking.
0: And I'm still trying to necessarily understand why.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know.
0: Uh, I I don't because, you know, I would imagine that the doctor would be smart enough to know that. Well, if they've if the monks have
1: simulated everything,
0: and I got to admit, their little simulation engine is pretty cool looking.
1: Oh yes, I love it. I think that's great.
0: These so these glowing filaments and everything. And it's yeah, like you grab it and you see. Uh, it's got that kind of like psychic link thing going on. I think that's really cool. But you, I would imagine the doctor is smart enough to go. Well, if they simulated everything they know that I'm going to do this or they know what to do if I do this.
1: Yeah. So uh, we attack on three fronts
0: uh, or two. We see two. Two because I have the note the monks have the bomber.
1: Okay, that uh, was... Why was that so... The angels have the, oh, what, why was that so funny to me? <laughs> and it was just uh, three monks flying that plane. I don't know what yeah. it was. I just started laughing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was pretty funny because you know it's like one suddenly appears there and i i have this moment where i'm like oh my god are they are they turning them into monks
1: yeah that's what i thought too
0: they're replacing them and then all of a sudden we've got three monks behind the wheel of this bomber and it's like all right what are you guys gonna do with it are you guys gonna use it against oh no they're just using the beam to
1: I I would like to point out, I found it very interesting that they let everyone that was trying to bomb them or shoot them, they, all, they let them all go. Yes. And I guess at this point in the show, I, we, I didn't really know where the monks were coming from. I mean, Mm -hmm. yes, we know they kind of want to, they want to either be the protectors of Earth or they want to rule over Earth. But I thought that was a very weird and telling thing was that they could have just easily killed all of those people. Yeah. And they didn't. And I thought that was strange.
0: You know, at the time, I thought so as well. I mean, later, I think I understand. Yeah. Why that was. Because if you, you know, if you are looking to take over the planet, but can only do so with the population of, the, you know, basically the planet coming to you and saying, I want you to take over, they're not going to want to do that as much if you're killing their people.
1: Yeah. And so all the armies, they're like, hey, they kind of want to start World War 3 We're not into that. that's what we're not really down for that they're like that's what we think they're going to try and make us do that's why they're between three armies so we're not going to attack each other so that's good and i think before the uh before they decide that the director of the UN becomes a big old pile of dust
0: yeah the the monks basically make their pitch um and and i love kind of how they're slowly like ramping up the tension with you know every so often you know they think okay okay We're all going to agree not to attack each other. Let's look at our phones. Uh, Oh, no, the time just went forward. That's not right. And they're like, okay, uh, what do we do now? Um, And yes, the secretary general is like, okay, I consent. Yes, take over. Well, if your intentions aren't pure or if you have fear in your heart, (laughs) you're dead.
1: Yeah. And I bet was his, he did it out of fear, right? Yes. And then when the, the generals of the army decide to do it, they all did it out of strategery. Yeah. And that is not, that ain't cool, bro. Now they're all big piles of dust. So some jobs opened.
0: Exactly, and then and then all the while we get these cutscenes to Argofuel where everything is starting to go wrong. You know, yes, the wrong amount is being pumped into this formula. It's being you know pumped onto these plants.
1: Yeah, uh, I I like and how the they plants about yeah they all just turn to. I don't know. They just all melt kind of. Yeah, basically. Um, I did enjoy how they interspliced the two stories. I thought they did a wonderful mm-hmm. job of that. I thought the editing yeah, was great.
0: Really, really good editing
1: job. And as you were saying, we uh you know, we let the hungover guy do somebody's job and he uh I think added another one, was it?
0: No, moved the decimal place over. Yes. So instead of like eleven point eight nine value of of whatever chemical this was. Yeah, it was
1: 118.9. Yeah. Uh, all these plants uh, die. I feel like. Yes. Do you feel like they got to the conclusion of what the problem was too fast? Um, I mean, uh, okay. Yeah, it's, a, I, it's like a 45, 50 minute long episode. I understand yeah. it. I just, I don't know what it was. It was just like, well, what could we worry about? We could worry about this. We could worry about this. No, I think it's this. You're right. It probably is that. Um,
0: okay. I, yes, I can see that. And I remember reading somewhere where, uh, you know, somebody's recap of the episode was, it it was kind of like, you know, you get in like the, the last 30 of the episode and things kind of like speed up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and they talked about it kind of like suffering from the whole, like, well, you know, here's the empire strikes back. It's setting up stuff for, uh, uh, the finale of the three-parter, you know? Yes. Um, and, and it's okay. Yeah. I can kind of see that it was kind of, kind of quick. I don't really feel like it detracted from the episode right? for me, at least now, if I do have to nitpick one thing on the episode, the, the simple fact where it's like, you know, the doctor basically, you know, presses the side of his glasses and go, OK, all these classified documents are now online. You can totally just Google the crap out of them. Yeah, uh, that that's the one piece of like proper unbelievability in- where I was like, OK, it's science fiction. It's Doctor Who. You suspend your disbelief. But like any bridge over a windy gorge in Washington knows you can only suspend so far before it breaks. And that was a breaking point for me. I was like, okay, come on. That, no. <laughs> That's just a little too quick. Yeah. You know, if it, and trust me, having, you know, worked on websites, I know how long it takes for Google's, you know, search spiders to index things. It's not that fast. Marketing guys want you to think it is. It's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. If I've got to nitpick one thing in this episode, I will nitpick that. Yeah, you that's, know? that's and especially yeah. it's like oh, just boop, done. Yeah,
1: fine. but it's fine. I mean, we uh, got to move the episode along. I understand. Yeah,
0: and and so when all this kind of stuff comes together and they're narrowing it down from like six, you know, thousand to four hundred to you know, thirty uh, something. I can't remember. What. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, it it is a little quick, uh, and I. I but again, I I don't think it really took away that much of the episode for me. Um, you know, I was I, I was just kind of caught up in the momentum of everything and just rolling with it.
1: Yeah. So, we see there were a lot of good special effects, I would say. Uh Douglas mm-hmm. Douglas melting was yeah. uh disconcerting but also very cool.
0: Yeah, it was a little gruesome, but you know, it, it was well done. I mean, uh I I saw some people say that it was better than the like you know, ashy sand effect that the, the monks did. And I, I don't know that that's necessarily true. I mean, it, it didn't look particularly like a poor special effects what the monks were doing compared to uh, our yeah. patient zero here. But, uh, you know, the the special effects really were, I think, well done. This
1: yeah, I agree. And we get to the point where the doctor gets to a control panel. He, he says, I'm going to blow up the lab and contain the thing. And as soon as he makes that... Decision. the clock starts to go down.
0: Right. It starts running backward.
1: Yeah. And he starts, uh, starts putting that plan into motion. But unfortunately he runs into a problem. Uh, he can't see this, uh, this keypad that he needs to put some numbers into so he can leave the place where the explosion is going to happen.
0: Yeah. Um, it, because I guess the, um, part of the byproduct of this, uh,
1: it's almost like a, yeah, it's almost like or, or, a containment. Or bacteria. It's,
0: it, it's creating ethanol. It, it, it sounds like, from what I can figure out, I mean, the place is called Argo Fuel. Yeah. But they're using genetically modified uh, organisms on crops. I, I think they're kind of working toward like a like a biofuel kind of thing. They don't really explain it. This is just kind of me extrapolating from uh, what's in the episode and just kind of like what I've uh, read like on TARDIS Wikia with references to, you know, what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, But it sounds to me like they're working on like uh, you know like a sustainable uh, fuel kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the byproduct being ethanol, you ignite that, foop, the whole thing goes up, Uh, and yeah, the doctor apparently has to get through this combination lock to get out this airlock, which is an unusual design. I mean, yeah, keypad rather than these little wheels you
1: have to turn. True. I mean, but you know, but hey, you know, we got to move the story along,
0: right? Because with a keypad, I mean, it's obviously 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, you know, pound, zero star. Yeah. You know, that's pretty universal.
1: Yeah, yeah, that does seem odd now that I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) And he can't see these controls. And he basically starts to go into doctor going to die speech. Pretty much. And Bill's not really having it. And he's like, Bill, hey, I'm blind. I've been blind for how many episodes? Two. Uh <laughs> my bad. Sorry. And Bill goes, Uh well, I gotta go talk to these monks. I'm like, Bill, no. Bill, don't do it. And Bill does it. And she acts out of love. She wants his sight back. He gets exactly. his he gets his sight back, which I find very strange. Is it, that's strange, right? Like, that, what kind you know of powers what? do these monks have? If they you can take what? away sight from people or give it back to them?
0: I You know what? I am going to run with you on this for a second because I have had this thought when they were able to not just, like, turn everybody's, like, clocks on their mobile phones into doomsday clocks, which that I can kind of that, get. That's you know, fine, yeah. Is Alien technology. Links. That's fine. But being able to change the Secretary General of the UN's analog watch It's not a digital watch it is an analog watch to display three minutes and then two and then one until midnight yeah that made me go i wonder if that's a clue are we still in a sim i can't i can't trust it now you know we've been shown it once huh and and now i'm questioning but yes now you go hey look the doctor's got his eyesight back like that yeah like snap your fingers there to basically right and it does kind of make me go, wait a second.
1: Are we still in a sim? I didn't I, even think about that.
0: I I don't know. But it boy, does it, jumping ahead just a little bit uh, to the next time trailer, but boy, does it look like uh, an interesting trip.
1: Enjoy your sight, Doctor. Now see our world. That was and the, uh, the it, monks.
0: Yes. And it looks like next week they have basically supplanted themselves back through history.
1: Yeah. That's uh, what it looks like.
0: That's what it looks like, but is it that or is everybody, you know, turned into Matrix batteries and they're experiencing this? Who knows?
1: Oh man, I don't know.
0: I have some predictions.
1: I didn't even think about that. I would love to hear them.
0: I, well, and I'm basing it on pretty much the Next Time trailer and some of the stills from the episode that have been released. I'm basing it just on that it's unfortunately nothing as beautifully wacky as you come up with because you do oh.
1: beautiful, beautiful stuff my thank friend. you thank you
0: um but i mean obviously what we've been able to establish is that you know bill seems to be the only one who knows that this is not the real life this is fantasy she's caught in a lance oh no
1: no, wait from... that's uh anyway yeah
0: that's bohemian rhapsody yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> on there twice in terms of references as so
1: we've, we've got, got let's see we've got zeppelin we've got maiden zeppelin. and we've got queen oh, that's pretty good hey
0: that's a pretty good episode nice
1: it's pretty good better
0: than me coming up with names for a fictional like electronica band <laughs> um anyway um so we've got i think you know obviously we've got bill who realizes that you know this is a fabrication we've yes. got seemingly the doctor on the side of the monk. Um, it seems like it. Doing these. It seems like it. And, then, and I'm phrasing it as such. Then, and, and, and he's doing these. These, I think, daily broadcasts on their behalf. I don't.
1: Uh, I don't know if he's doing it on their behalf because I feel like Nardole, who is seemingly fine, um, he says that nobody's seen the doctor, but he does these broadcasts every. Uh, that's right. So I think he's hacking in and doing broadcasts.
0: Oh. Oh, okay. I think. I, hmm. Who knows? Yeah, it, it's tough. It, it's really kind of tough to tell. Um, but I, I think it will be. Um, I think it'll be Bill. I'm going to say presumably with Nardole's help. Yes. Who opens the vault and goes in and is like Missy. <laughs> yeah. We need your help. Nice piano, by the way.
1: I assume that's what's going to happen, and I'm also looking at these stills.
0: Okay, so yeah, you can see what I've been seeing.
1: But did uh, you notice evening. the? And this is from uh, Doctor Who underscore BBCA.
0: Oh, okay. Yes on on their on their Instagram, yeah, they handle have, or their Twitter.
1: Yes, uh, Instagram. Okay. Um, that last picture of the Doctor sitting around a bunch of documents on the yes. floor looks mm-hmm. rather familiar. <laughs> yes, it looks like the room. It in does, the trailer it? where he seemingly yes. is regenerating.
0: Yes. I I believe we are going to get quote unquote that scene
1: next week. So, alright. Do you think he quote unquote regenerates and comes out of the simulation? Ooh. I <sighs> assume that's what's gonna happen.
0: That, you know, that I will put a little bit of weight behind that because. You know, if we keep the same rules of the simulation that existed uh, in last week's episode, when you die, you leave the sim. um, Yeah. And since, since you know, you get, I mean, enough damage inflicted to you as 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 a time lord, you regenerate rather than
1: oh, rather than dying. Yes. Obviously,
0: granted, you know, yes, you can't die as a time lord, but I think in this case, yeah, you might. Well, yeah, you might get that. That might be kind of that thing that, that that trips him out of that
1: uh loop, as it were. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. It's like I'm, I'm tired from the weekend and I'm no. wondering this at the same time and I'm like I've got long gaps between N-
1: No, this is very interesting. Very, very interesting.
0: Yeah. I, I will be very I'll be excited to see where they go with this next week, because they, they really set up, um, I think what's going to be a pretty powerful, uh, story and a a very powerful three-parter because, you know, I feel like very quickly, I mean, we've got, you know, bill next week facing, uh, what looks to be, you know, from the synopsis and everything, the, the possibility of having to shoot the doctor. Yes. Um, you know, it just one episode after being like, look, I love and care about this guy. I trust him that if I make this, if I basically sacrifice the world for him, he's so good. He will be able to defeat what I've had to set in motion.
1: Yeah, that's true. In order
0: to better him. You know, she she's, I think she does that. She totally does that knowing that he can do some amazing things and he's smart. And he's resourceful. So it's like, look, I have to do this to the world to help you. But I believe that in doing so, you will be able to help the world defeat the monks.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do not disagree with that. I, Uh, I, like I said, I am enjoying this storytelling layout they're doing.
0: They're, they're doing a really, really good job this season. And, and, and I know that I've been hesitant to go, you know, Oh my God. Season 10 is definitely like I said, I said, season nine was the best of new who. Yeah. And I know I've been hesitant to say that about season 10. And I've kind of wondered, I'm like, why, why am I not just like, Oh my God. Season 10 is so amazing, which it is. Yes. I'm not saying that it's not right. But I think coming off the heels of season nine, which sets such a high bar for me. Hi, members, uh, which set <laughs> such a high bar, um, that season 10 can definitely and i so far is better but it's not like we're coming from season eight season seven and we suddenly made this big jump we've yes. got this little jump up and it is definitely still better
1: um, it's consistent dude, it,
0: it, it is fantastically consistent they're doing such a great job with it and i think by the time we get to july um i think i'll be I think we'll both be sitting here and being like that is the most incredible, you know, 12 weeks that we've just witnessed. Fair. And my cat, my cat is crazy. (laughs) I
1: was, I was a little hesitant when we heard about the three-part episode.
0: I was too, because it's been a very long time since we've had a a three-parter. We've had plenty of twos, but a three, it's like, "Mm,
1: that, you know. Last season was all twos, except for like one. Yeah, it was all twos. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I I think they're doing a great job with it. I really do. Yeah.
1: So we'll see. We shall see. So next time. I'm out of breath. Yeah. Went a little long this week. That's okay.
0: (laughs) This was was a. A lot to unpack. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So next time on Doctor Who, The Lie of the Land, starring Peter, Pearl, and Matt. Definitely some other people. I don't know. Michelle Gomez. Exactly. Uh, It was written by Toby Whithouse and directed by Wayne Yip.
0: Who will be at Gallifrey One next
1: year? Yes, he will indeed. <laughs> I had to tie that back in. Yeah, of course. So uh you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Uh it's at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At
0: Apex Buddha.
1: Uh subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. Also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash the N O T L G. Uh, hello, new listeners. We have a lot Hi. of you. I don't Welcome know where you're coming from, but hello. And uh, speaking, I'd love,
0: I'd love to know. I'd I... love to know. Do we have listeners in like completely other parts of the world? Do we have like people who listen from Zanzibar or something crazy like that? I, I Let will, us know.
1: I will look into it. I think okay. I can look at that. Nice. And speaking of new, head on over to notlg.spreadsheet.com. And first of all, purchase one of our Podcastica shirts, but uh, we have three new designs up there. If you would cool. like to go uh, check those out. I guess I didn't post that in the Facebook. Nope. No. Nope. I didn't.
0: Nope. Didn't even let me know about it. What a surprise.
1: Wow. Sorry. Um, I will post that okay. in, our, in our host Facebook account. Hooray. Uh, yeah. So check out. We got three new designs. Actually, and also, all the shirts are cheaper. So if you were on the fence. Hey, there you go. Go check it out. I did a little tweaking. Figured I'd rather have our name out there than have, I guess, some sort of money.
0: <laughs> to keep, yeah. you know, NOTLG.com running.
1: Yeah, if you if you really want to support us, you can go to Patreon uh, and give us some money that way. That would be really appreciated. We would we would love that. Uh, check out the y axes They support us, so we support them. Uh, Twitter.com slash the y axes Facebook.com slash the y And they're on Spotify. Just search the y axes it's a good, good stuff. They're a rock and band, and we love them. So, join us again next week for episode ninety-four of Podcastica, where we review the lie of the land, and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya.
0: And here is a a guest star from our cat memers.
1: Yeah, man
0: who who is coming over for for pets we've been gone for 3 days so he <laughs> wants some attention hi memers <laughs>